0: This is Alicia Christian, and welcome to the Eating Me Podcast. Hey, y'all, it's Leash, and you know what time it is. It is car confession. So I am actually driving home. And I was listening to the book that I was sharing with you all, I believe it was last week I was talking about, uh, The Body Keeps the Score by Bessel, um vander cult and as i'm listening to it today i was like wow this is um something that i i can't say that i have this particular condition but some of these characteristics are things that i've dealt with in my life so he was speaking about in chapter six um uh, a condition called alexithymia, and I, I think I'm think I might be saying that right, wrong, but it's alexithymia, alexithymia. Um, and <clears throat> what alexithymia is, um, it's basically a person that has difficulty identifying um, and expression expressing emotions. So, like the brain and the body um, have trouble connecting. So. If there are certain emotions that are taking place, uh, you have difficulty either describing them or even sometimes feeling them. Um, if it's happiness, if it's sadness, if it's you're, you're scared, you're anxious, your body and mind can't compute it. And so for whatever reason, you present as maybe apathetic or you know, your actual reaction doesn't basically match what is really happening. And as I'm like listening to this, of course, I'm not, you know, I I am that person. And you'll, you'll, you'll learn over time. I am, I'm always like, oh my God, that's me. I'm self-diagnosing. But not to say that I have this particular condition, but I, I've recognized as I'm listening to this um, chapter of the book, I was like, I've had these uh, things happen to me where I have either disassociated myself from thoughts or feelings uh, because I wasn't able to um, process it in a way that would be healthy or I was, you know, trying to protect myself. So say, for instance, like if I was being let down about something, I would present like, oh, it was no big deal um, and then just completely brush it off. Um, and you know, people would question like, wow, Alicia, you know, you, you didn't, like that didn't affect you at all. Like, that's so weird. I would have done blah, 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 blah in that situation. Um, and in some ways I would take pride in that, right? It's like, yeah, that didn't affect me. Um, I'm tough. Like I can handle these things. And I've always kind of had this kind of like tough exterior and, um, you know, nothing would really bother me, or I would just kind of, you know, laugh at people who would express, you know, um, a vulnerable emotion. Uh, Me being vulnerable, in my opinion, felt like I was being weak, right? Um, And a lot of my friends uh, that have known me over the years, you know, they laugh and they, you know, tell my wife, Particularly like if you knew her then basically saying like I was so tough and I didn't take shit and I w- you know I would let you know about yourself, I mean, listen, I still have the occasional you know l- let me tell you about yourself, but <clears throat> I allowed this tough exterior and this sense of like nothing bothers me um become my identity, but in ways that were damaging, right. There were moments where I should have expressed myself or, you know, shared that I was upset or angry about something, but I just didn't know how to. Um, And when I would attempt, right, to share that I was upset or, you know, angry about something, I would just blow up, right? And it was just a hot mess of a thing uh, in the process of me attempting to express myself. So because... I knew I was basically a ticking time bomb, which is a whole other issue Um, with, you know, how I would express myself. I would just suppress it. And I would, you know, like I said, present in a way that would have you think that I just didn't care or that, you know, nothing got to me. Right. I'm saying that in air quotes. Um, But then I'll obviously have those times by myself where I'm like, you know, flailing and crying, but no one would ever see that. I never wanted anyone to think that they would ever get to me, right? And I'm saying all this today because it's like, I know that some of y'all have experienced this where you have either suppressed feelings or you didn't want to present as vulnerable or weak Um, in certain circumstances or around certain people, Um, and it could be for various reasons. I know for me, and in some instances, it was because I just didn't feel safe around those particular people, right? So safety was always, I think, at the forefront of most of those things. Um, But I know for sure a lot of the issues were around the fact that I just didn't feel safe. And I think that happens with a lot of us. If we're not feeling safe, and that could also be a part of one of the characteristics, I can't speak, um, that involve your brain, your mind, and your body not connecting. It's like, I don't know why I'm acting out in this way. I don't know why I'm, uh, you know, being so apathetic in this situation. My my mind and my body, I can't verbally express to you why I'm feeling this way. Um, it's just, this is how it's presenting because this is all I know. This is me protecting myself. Um, because I don't, I can't verbally share with you why, you know, these feelings aren't connecting in a way that they should appropriately. And then on top of that, I'm not really clear on what the hell's going on. Right? (laughs) Like, I don't even, I don't even know. How about that part? Um... So it's just, it's really interesting as I'm going through this book and I'm learning more about how our brains, how our brain and our body, that connection is so important um, and how, you know, we have kind of conditioned ourselves to think that our mind or our brain is the... um, gatekeeper um to all things and i mean yes to some degree but to know that our body really keeps the score and clearly i'm (laughs) copying the uh title of this book but it's true it's like our body is actually the one that knows all and when these certain situations will um come about that might be due to you know past trauma ptsd things of that nature our body reacts. Um, and unfortunately, sometimes with our brain, for whatever reason, um, we can't recall it. And it, it's just... I, I'm just so fascinated by this book. I, I am just grateful to have the ability to actually listen to this book. And I'm hoping to go back through it again because as I'm learning things, it's just like, whoa, this is crazy. Um, but... Another interesting thing I found out about this particular um, condition, and the thing is I, I and I need more information about this and hopefully I can get more information about this particular condition. It's not a mental health disorder per se. People that do have mental health concerns like depression, um, you know anxiety, things of that nature can present with um, this condition. But all that to say, one of the uh, symptoms that some people that have this condition, which I'm going to say it again just in case, because you're like, I forgot the name of the condition, Alicia. What are we talking about? It's called alex- it Alexia Alexi- Alexithemia. Alexithemia. Hello, Alicia. Why can't I get this together? Alexithemia. So one of the conditions or symptoms of alexithemia um, can be, um bowel issues. So like we're talking about like, you know, bowel movement having issues with your bowels, um any type of gastrointestinals, basically stomach um issues. This can be um something that people that have this condition experience. I have major um GI concerns. I I have I've had bouts. Man, I'm thinking about it now like what the hell i've had bouts uh i'm safe y'all that's just my, my car but y'all live in new york city and you can't cr- pass another car or go into another lane without being fairly close to another car um it's just it is what it is i just have to give that disclaimer just in case you're like alicia pay attention um no <clears throat> but anyway so i've had bouts with constipation as long as i remember i can remember And segue into a funny story. When I was a kid, I will never forget this. My cousin had a birthday party at this place called Noble Roman's Pizza. Now, listen, I, first of all, as a kid, I didn't want to ever be out of a situation. Like, I wanted to be in all the things. I wanted to be a part of whatever. If there was business to be had, I wanted to be in it. And so, couldn't miss a birthday party. What? What? Um, and obviously, you know, I was that kid that was ready to eat at any moment of any minute of the day. So a party and there's pizza, like I'm going to, and we can, we had the, like, we could make our own pizza. So we were like throwing dough up in the air. I was like, I can't, I can't miss this. Right. Anyway. So on this day, my cousin has his birthday party. I had the worst constipation Anybody, I'm talking about child, man, woman, any human, or any being that could potentially have constipation. I'm animals included. I had literally the worst constipation. I think, yeah, I wouldn't wish it on my worst. Okay. Anyhow, my mom is saying to me, you know, Alicia, like she tried all the things, you know, castor oil, this oil, canned peaches. It's a thing, apparently. And actually like canned peaches, but whatever. She tried everything imaginable, you know, laxatives this, and it just was not, there was no resolution. My mom was like, I don't think you should go to this party. I really think you just, you should just sit it out, my friend. Like, there, there will be other parties that you can be a part of. Let's take one for the team and just send the birthday present and then we'll, you know. We'll reconvene when you're able to actually have a decent bowel movement. But no, I was like, mom, I feel better. You know, I put on my game face. You know, I can get through this birthday party, y'all. I get to the birthday party and I think it was like the adrenaline, the initial adrenaline. Like it's like everything that was going on with me, you know, any cramping, that feeling of, okay, there is like a ton of bricks in my ass. But, you know, who who cares? You know, I'm at a birthday party. Um, All those feelings were gone. I was so excited to be there. I was ready to, you know, get this dough up in the air and make it happen. All right. So I'm there. We're in the actual kitchen of Noble Romans. I got my dough. I am, you know, ready. I'm listening to all the instructions because I want to make this awesome pizza. I start flipping this dough in the air and i don't know if it was just the movement of my arms and like just my body moving the pain that came over me i thought i was going to die now meanwhile i'm all of maybe like 10 or 11 let's be serious so you know if that as a child things can be uh, you know a little bit more intense than most but i mean you know whatever i'm gonna give myself credit i was in pain so anyhow, I'm there and my mother. So there was like a glass um, window so they could see and the families could see their kids making the pizza from the outside, but she could see on my face that things weren't going well. And so she looks at me and I'm like trying to smile and she shook her head like, absolutely not. And so she like motions for me to like come out of the kitchen and she says to me like, what is happening? And I was like, I, my, my, my body is hurting. My belly's hurting. I think I might have to go to the bathroom. And I tried to go, obviously nothing happens, but, and then I try to go back to the kitchen to continue on with my pizza extravaganza. And I couldn't even walk. Like I, 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 obviously I get there, I get to the kitchen, but I'm like holding on to one of the counters and she was like finally like listen I'll tell them to cook your pizza and then we're leaving like you have to get out of here crazy story but this is all true but obviously I had my pizza at home I I wasn't able to continue the birthday party I had to go home and lay her down and eat my pizza you know not really prostrate, but I was laying down the point of it is I'm thinking about this and I'm like I've had GI problems for a long time. And, you know, initially I was listening to, uh, you know, and I'll talk about my multiple sclerosis. I I have multiple sclerosis as well. But um, that'll be for another car confessions. But um, as I'm like thinking about this, I, in my adult life, I just chopped it up to my multiple sclerosis. And that's what my neurologist, the initial neurologist I worked with, she was like, you know what? You know, she was just asking me different questions and I brought up the fact that I, I had bouts of constipation. She's like, Oh, that's probably contributed to your multiple sclerosis, the slow GI tract. Um, and I was like, Oh, well shit, problem solved, multiple sclerosis. But then to also now hear this and also know that there are other physical, um, things that can happen with people that are dealing with trauma. It's like, I'm wondering if it's related to my trauma, my GI concerns. Um, it's interesting. It's interesting to think about and to kind of like work through, uh, because like I said, a lot of physical things we have, you know, going on we contribute to something that could be medically related and we just say, okay, yeah, that's it. That's what it is. I'm good. I'm gonna take these pills. Thank you, Doc. I'll see you in the next three months or whenever your actual follow-up is. But it's like really breaking down this whole thing of trauma as it relates to, let's say, my, you know, bouts of constipation or even just my eating, right? I am so excited. I know that sounds crazy, but I am. I'm excited to just keep learning because, you know, I've been on every diet imaginable. I have had gastric sleeve surgery, which I'll talk about at some point as well. Like I've, I've gone, you know, full throttle trying to make this thing work with my eating. And I'm just putting band-aids on shit. I am literally just putting band-aids on shit. And I just had to get to the core of what is really going on with me and just keep it pushing. But I thought this particular part of this book was so interesting because like I said, I have been that person where I have had such difficulty with either expressing how I feel verbally or reacting in a way that is... I don't want to say appropriate, but that yeah, but that would be appropriate for the circum, the circumstances or situation. Um, so much to unpack, friends. I just, golly, I'm telling you, every day I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm, y'all, we're gonna figure this out. And if we don't figure it out, you know, completely, we will have clarity. How about that clarity? Um, on this journey. I, I I can't expect to figure all the things out. I mean, let's be serious. But I just want to have more clarity around what the hell is going on with me and really get to a place of calm and peace with who I am as a person. And obviously with this damn eating situation. But yeah. This this is this is, you know, something that we need to continue on with conversation wise because my thoughts my feelings are valid and I think for the longest I just didn't I just didn't think that they were I would just dismiss them because it's like whatever you know no one's gonna listen to you no one you know no one cares and everyone has their own damn problems Alicia like what the hell or, like I'm just not that important, like like who is really out here thinking about what Alicia is thinking or feeling? so why does it matter? Well, it matters because I care about myself, as I'm learning to care about myself, as I'm learning to really <clears throat> care for myself on all levels, um emotions are um actually being expressed in ways that I've never been able to and I I know a lot of it is also attributed to me actually having a child um too me having my daughter changed this game for me in so many ways because I'm like I have to be a guide for this little person well now she's not a little person anymore she's 15 ah oh, it's crazy but I have to be a guide for this person. I can't say I was perfect. I know. I know I'm not at that. Listen, let's be serious. But um. But that's where things really started opening up for me as I, like, would, you know, see her grow and, and be inquisitive and question things. I um, mean, my daughter's first words were, and I mean words, she, first thing she said was, what is that? And when... I heard her say that. I knew. I was like, oh, Alicia, this is not, you know, you can't be playing around with this child. You have to be fully engaged and be ready as, you know, best to your capability to provide the information that's necessary because she's a child that wants to learn, wants to grow, and wants to be, you know, able to just kind of like understand her surroundings. And, um, and she's still like that. She's, Oh my gosh! For those that know my daughter, she's freaking amazing. She's she's just an awesome kid. I, I, I don't, I'm blessed. I'm so blessed. Um, I love her. She's she's oh gosh, I could talk about her all day long. But anyway, back to these thoughts and feelings, guys. Let's hone in on them. Let's really take care take care of ourselves, and be open to. recognizing where our shortcomings are and be okay with that right be okay with the fact that we do have shortcomings we're not perfect we are a work in progress and that we as a as a collective can be better for each other you know be support to for one another and not shame one another for these shortcomings we all have something Right. I mean, your thing might not be eating and who knows what it might be. It might be, you know, just being, uh, you know, so- socially awkward. You know, and i that's a whole other story. I love to talk. I love dealing with people who are socially awkward because it's that's a whole. We'll deal with that another day. But I, people who are socially awkward, they're my people. I understand it. Sometimes you, it's, it's hard sometimes to just be in those spaces and be social. Right. There's so many layers to that. But like I said, it's enough for another day. Um, I love y'all and I I thank y'all for this because who chow tell you, it's just, it's one thing after the other, you know what I'm saying? One thing after the other. Um, this is not going to be aired until, uh, this Thursday, which, you know, today is, uh, election day here. Um, and I hope you voted If you voted early, awesome, awesome. If you haven't voted, or I hope you did vote, or hope you are on the way to vote. Like I said, this is coming out after um, Election Day. I don't know what that's going to look like for us um, in the coming days, or even on the day this actually airs. But whatever happens, y'all, we'll be all right. We'll figure this out together. We just have to love one another and just continue being supportive of each other and actually empowering each other um, despite the circumstances and despite whatever happens on election day. Um, I know that a lot's at stake. I'm not, you know, you know Pollyanna on this situation. But at the same time, whatever happens, if it's not in our favor, in the way that we want it to be in our favor, we just have to keep fighting um, and, and <clears throat> not give up because just because you don't win this time doesn't mean you you're you're um completely out of the game so uh, all this to say I mean obviously I am a democrat um and I am disappointed with representation at this time of the Democratic party I'm not gonna lie some people are doing a great job some people are like what the hell's going on um I guess I could be said for both parties but just for my party I just need y'all to stand up and do something um and let us feel that um because right now folks are hurting folks are just really questioning a lot um in, in regards of our democracy and where we are as a country I can't say that everything that is, you know, in terms of the Republican Party is completely out of the realm. But what they're pushing agenda-wise is is not right for the most part. And um, we as a people have to realize that at some point um, – our religion, our personal beliefs, and all these things are not always for the greater good. <laughs> you know, they're just not. Uh, I grew up in a very religious home. Um, well, give or take the day. Let's be serious. But um, <clears throat> I grew up in the church. I grew up, you know, my mother was very religious. She had, you know, her stance on certain situations and or certain not certain topics and Things that uh, obviously we didn't agree on. But at the end of the day, I think even though we might not agree, humanity and how the overall um, picture of what society should look like, it shouldn't just be what I want it to be, right? It has There has to be a way where we're all being served and it's for the benefit of everyone as opposed to some and um I, I'm, I I really believe at some point that will happen. right now, we just feel like we are in the trenches, and it's just some people have just lost hope. and but you know for me, I just say, keep the faith, keep the faith. Humanity has been around for a long ass time, and I think as we continue to evolve and grow. So will our thoughts and feelings around one another and how compassion feels like it's completely, you know, off the table. I feel like it's slowly, you know, bringing its way back into who we are as people. Um, I know I'm just rambling, but I just, I just want, I just want for at some point in this life where we don't have to be either canceled We don't have to completely lose everything as a society or as a certain person or people because we don't agree on certain things. Um, Obviously, I don't want any harm to to be um, caused on anyone. But accountability matters, right? Accountability is definitely a part of that equation. Be accountable, show compassion, and Not just for those that you like, but for all. And I think that's the work. That's the work. Showing compassion. Um, And, you know, acknowledging where things are wrong. But obviously, you know, giving people a chance. There it is, Alicia. Give people a chance. Not everybody's going to do shit right. I don't do shit right all the time. Let's be serious. Like, who's out here just doing everything right? If you know these people... Uh, I'm like, well, like, how are you out here just living? Like, I don't even, you you can't be human. We're humans. Like we are here. We're making mistakes. We, this is what, this is a part of the process. It's a part of the journey. The hope is to get better. The hope is just to get better. And to say perfection is something we strive for. You're going to kill yourself doing that. Give people a chance. You want a chance. The, the punitive, ideology that's what I'm getting tired of everybody's pointing fingers why does everybody have to be accusatory yes there there is accountability that has to take place but at the same time grace is so much more powerful than pointing fingers because you just keep pointing fingers and you're just isolating, isolating let's come together let's be a collective let's love that's love. But yeah, I'm going to tell you about yourself. Like, you know, you know that shit wasn't right. I still love you, but that shit wasn't right. Now let's make some changes. And, and let's do that. But for me to sit and tell me, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, I'm, and you're canceled, where are we getting with that? Where are we getting with this shit? We're getting nowhere, guys. We're getting nowhere. Just a hamster wheel of negativity and nonsense. I'm tired of it. I've been off the wheel for a bit. Obviously, I, you know, on some occasion, I'd be like, what the hell? But then I'm like, you know, Alicia, like, what's the point? What's the point? Where, where are we getting with this? Nowhere. There's my soapbox for the day, friends. Um, this lady's looking at me like I'm crazy. She's trying to park. Yes, I'm talking to my friends. I'm talking to my friends, okay? Anyway, y'all, I love y'all. And I will, you know, be back next week with some more car confessions. I hope this lady... She it's the thing people here in new york do not know how to drive point blank period sometimes i'm telling you not that i'm like the perfect driver but you get worried sometimes some of these people are just out here just living la vida loca anyhow love y'all and we'll convene next week bye Thank you for tuning in to this week's Car Confessions on the e podcast. Please rate and review the show. Subscribe to the podcast if you have not already. And share this particular episode with someone you love. I love y'all and keep on keeping on. I love you. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.